last few days, the Gospels have been talking about discipleship. It's like it's only right today that we talk about the apostles, Peter and Paul. But I'd like to also add someone else into that lineup, realizing that what happened to Peter and Paul, that they were called by Jesus, but both of them failed at one point. You know, Peter denied Jesus three times. And instead of saying, you know, I've done something so wrong, I've done something so bad, you know, instead of turning in on himself, he goes out and repents. So much so that Jesus comes to him, you know, and says, Peter, do you love me? Feed my lambs. Do you love me? Feed my sheep. Do you love me? Feed my sheep. And so once again, he unites him back and says, come follow me. And Peter follows him at that point because he knows that not even death can stop that relationship because he's seeing the risen Lord at this point. You know, so he knows that not even death can stop him. And so he goes through living his life in total dedication of doing the will of God, of spreading that word you know, to, to as many people as he can. The other person that kind of at the same time was Judas. You know, Judas betrayed Jesus. But Judas was a little bit opposite Peter. What happened is that instead of coming and saying, I'm sorry, instead of having that contrition, you know, he looks at what he did and he says, this is too much. I'm not worthy. I can't do anything right. I'm wrong. And he built a hole for himself and went into a despair that the only thing he could do was hang himself. You know, because he couldn't find it within himself to be able to admit not only that he did wrong, but to be able to come to Jesus. Because Jesus would have offered that forgiveness too, if he would have turned around. Jesus looks at you and I, you know, and oftentimes we sin, you know, and yet in our sinfulness, do we come before our God and say, Lord, I'm sorry? Or do we beat ourselves up and say, you know, I'm such a bad person. None of us are perfect. We all sin before God. So a greater or a lesser degree, but it's sin. And the thing is, we need to be forgiven. And as the Lord forgives us, he once again brings us into right relationship with him so that we can offer him praise, so that we can go out like a Peter and be able to spread that gospel because we have recognized him when we know the fullness of his love. That other person was Paul. Paul, who thought he was a faithful Roman, went out, persecuted the Christians, you know, and yet in the midst of doing so, you know, he's knocked off of his horse. You know, the risen Lord comes before him and says, Paul, Paul, why, do you, why are you persecuting you know, At that time, his name was Saul. Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? You know, and Saul says, well, who are you? You know, he says, I'm Jesus. I'm the one you're persecuting. And Paul goes through a conversion. And in that conversion, he never doubts who Jesus is again. He doesn't persecute people. He even goes outside of the Jewish people to the Gentiles. So as the apostle to the Gentiles. When people would say, you know, you know we, we can't, we're, we're not worthy. He would say, you think you're not worthy? Let me tell you about me. And he would tell them the story of how he reacted, how he persecuted people. And in the midst of that, people would say, well, 
if the Lord can forgive Paul, maybe he can forgive me. Thing is, all of us can be forgiven if we ask for it. There is no sin that can't be forgiven. We have a God who loves us uh, eternally. We have a God who wants to call us back and bring us back into his loving family. We have a God who wants to let his spirit come upon us. A spirit that will guide us and lead us and teach us and, and bring us into relationship with one another. And once we encounter our God in that way, then we're renewed to go out and make a difference in the lives of other people. When we see somebody suffering, we want to help. We want to, don't want to turn the other way. When we see someone in need, we want to be able to say, what can I do to help? Instead of saying, well, let this organization or that church do it. You know, it's what can I do that can make a difference? And the more we open ourselves up to doing the will of God, the, the better the world becomes and the better we become. Because we become better because we are allowing Jesus to work in and through us. Let us all be that receptive. Let us all be that type of disciple that the Lord not only calls, but he's able to be able to use to truly make a difference in the lives of other people. We have a God who loves us very much. We have a God who's saying, I need you. And all we'd have to do is look around the world and know that we're needed today, you know, to make a difference. Let's not be afraid, but let's trust him. And in trusting him, we'll see little by little, we'll start chipping away at the, the rock that seems to be in front of us. We'll start chipping away and making a difference. And maybe little by little, people will start to open themselves up to embrace God and to be able to walk in his light, to do his will, to be the disciple that he is calling. Because in a very real way, he is calling each and every one of us to come follow me.